everyone. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are, for your NIV, we're in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 22, and then uh, Genesis 43, 1 through 34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. A time for everything. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to silent and a time to speak. A time of love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of p for peace. What does the worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He, he, has, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. Yet they cannot fathom what God has done for, from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and do good while they live, that everything may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from, from it. God does it so that men will revere him. Whatever is already been, is has already been, and what will be will has been before, and God will call the past to account. And I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wickedness was there. In the place of justice, wickedness was there. I thought in my heart, God will bring to judgment both the righteous and the wicked from there will be a time for every activity, a time for every deed. I also thought, as for men, God tests them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Man's fate is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Man has no advantage over the animal. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust, and to dust all return. Who knows if the spirit of man rises upward, and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for a man than to enjoy his work, because this is, that is his lot. For who can bring him to see what will happen after him? Let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and for and today for your ESV, we're in Genesis 43, 1-34, and then Mark 15, 1-47. Let's go ahead and read your scripture. Joseph's brothers returned to Egypt. Now the famine was severe in the land, and when they had eaten the grain that they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little food. But Judah said to him, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face, 
until, unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You will not see my face unless your brother is with you. Israel said, Why do you treat me so badly to, so, as to the, tell the man that you had another brother? They said. They replied, The man questioned us carefully about ourselves and our kindred, saying, If your father still is your father still alive, do you have another brother? What we told him was in was in answer to these questions. Could we in any way know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to to Israel his father, Send the boy with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and our, you and our, also our little ones. I will be a pledge of his safety for my hand. You shall require him if I do not bring him back to you and set him before you. Then let me bear the blame forever. If we had not delayed, we would have, would now have returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the choice fruits of the land in your bag and carry a present down to the man, a little balm and, and a little honey, gum, myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Take double the money with you. Carry back with you the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take also your brother and rise again. Go again to the man. May God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, and may he send back your other brother and Benjamin. And as for me, if I am bereaved, I am of my children, I am bereaved. So the men took his this present, and they took double the money with them. And Benjamin they arose and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Bring the men into the house and slaughter an animal and make ready for the men are to dine with me at noon. The men did as Joseph told the man did as Joseph told him, and brought the men to Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were were brought to Joseph's house, and they said, Is it because of the money which was replaced in our sacks the first time then we that we are brought in, so that we may he, he may assault us and fall upon us to to make us servants and seize our donkeys? So they went up to the steward of the of Joseph's house and spoke with him at the door of the house. And he said, Oh, my Lord, we came down the first time to buy food. And when you, we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks, and there was, there was each man's money in the mouth of the sack, our money in full weight, so we have brought it, it again with us. We have brought the other money down with us to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. He replied, Peace to you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. 
And when the man was brought, the men into the Joseph's house and given them water, and they had washed their feet. And when he had given their donkeys fodder, they prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon. For they heard they that they should eat bread there. Then Joseph came home. They brought into the house to him the present that they had with them and bowed down to him to the ground. And he inquired about their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And they bowed their head and prostrated themselves. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried off from his compassion, for his compassion grew warm for his brother. And he sought a place to weep, and he entered the chamber and wept there. And then he washed his face and came came out. And controlling himself, he said, Serve the food. They served him by himself and them by themselves. And the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is a bomb is an abomination to the Egyptians. And and they sat before the him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another in amazement. Portions were taken to them from Joseph's table, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs, and they drank and were merry with him. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Now we are in your New Testament reading. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jesus delivered to Pilate. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests had a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. And the chief priests accused him of many things. And Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer to make? See how much... See how many change, charges they bring against you? But Jesus made no further answer, so, the, so that Pilate was amazed. Pilate delivers Jesus to be crucified. Now at the, at the feast, he used to release to them one prisoner for, for whom they asked. And among the rebels in prison who had committed murder in the insurrection, there was a man called Barnabas, Barabbas. And the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do as he usually did for them. And he answered them, saying, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that it was out of envy that the chief priests had delivered him up. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to him to have him release for them Barabbas instead. And Pilate again said to them, Then what do you, shall I do? with the man you call the king of the Jews. And they cried out again, Crucify him. And Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas, and and having scorched Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Jesus is mocked. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace that is the governor's headquarters. 
they called together the whole battalion, and they clothed him with in, in a purple cloak and twisted together a crown of thorns. They put it on him, and they began to salute him. Hail, king of the Jews. They were striking his head and with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. The crucifixion. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it, and it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription of the charge against him read, The king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his, on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and build, rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the, the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, Have he saved others? He cannot save himself. Let, this, let the Christ, the King of, the, of Israel, come down from the cross that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also reviled him. The death of Jesus. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabbathani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders heard it. Behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when, he, and when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly this, this man was the Son of God. There was, were also women looking out for, from a distance, among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the younger and Joseph and, and Salome. When he was in Galilee, they followed him and ministered to him, and there were also many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. Jesus is buried. And when everything and when evening had come, since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, respect a respected member of the council, who is also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised to hear that he should have have already died, and summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he was already dead. 
And when he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the corpse to Joseph. Joseph brought, bought a linen shroud and taking him down, wrapped him in the linen shroud and laid him in, in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the, tom- of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where he was laid. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for all you've done. I ask that you be with us as we go throughout our day. Watch over us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.